Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody survived the Halloween weekend, and I trust you are doing well. And uh, hopefully, you haven't stuffed yourselves on too much candy and uh, <laughs> regretting it this morning. I hope you don't have a uh, a uh, sugar hangover this morning. So, <laughs> but nonetheless, hey guys and guys, you know I like to have fun. I like to joke, and I like to play. And I know I have a very odd sense of humor, and uh, not everybody always gets it. I have a very sarcastic sense of humor, and it tends to offend at times, but uh, it just amazes me how I, I, I put something on social media uh, and try to be invoke a, a smile. Uh, I had to come under condemnation. Uh, yesterday, I had uh, manipulated on my uh, app for my uh, Photoshop a picture of Beetlejuice, and I imposed my face on top of it. I thought it'd be funny. And had several people coming down upon me. Uh, I can't believe that you're compromising with Halloween. Your dad speaks heavily against Halloween. Is this of some evil pagan degenerate that uh, that was upholding it for some reason. I was like, I'm just as much against it as he is. I've shared his message, my devotion yesterday even touched on it. Uh, I despise it, have nothing to do with Halloween. All I was doing was putting a picture on there just for fun. But uh, apparently, uh, there are people out there who are in dire need to have sticks surgically removed. So hopefully one of these days, some people can enjoy life a little more and quit taking it quite so seriously. So if my uh, attempt at humor has offended you, I apologize. All right, <laughs> let us look at this morning. Who we got watching? I got Miss Amy Oaks-Turner, Brandy Boyd-Young, Tracy Little, Angel Dixon, Michelle Fox Harris, the myth, the legend that is Miss Mousy, Kelly Jeanette Swift, Jennifer Honeycutt, Darling Barker, Terry Hutchison, and appreciate you all. I got many, many more watching, and appreciate you guys for tuning in and joining me. All right, at this time, let us do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. Attention, salute, and pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty. Praise the Lord for those pledges this morning and our freedom to do so good morning mike hensley appreciate you tuning in and uh for all you wonderful guys and gals so but uh i said i think i said good morning to terry hutchison if i didn't then i meant to but uh can't remember if i did or not uh but anyway glad we live in a great country that we do let's pray that um, these midterm elections will uh, be a huge red wave and maybe we can stop or maybe even reverse some of the idiotic, insane, progressive, liberal policies that are being pushed out there. Uh, you know, it amazes me when you look on Twitter, uh, the amount of insanity uh, that has arisen. Uh, it just uh, blows my mind at the amount of individuals who still disparage uh, conservatives, Trumps, and glorify Biden and uh, the liberals who follow him. I don't get it. I don't see how in the world you can look at the insane policies, things that are going through our border crisis, and, say, and still say they're doing a great job and, and, can, and want them to stay in power. I just, 
and apparently there is uh, a whole lot of people who need to be uh, in, in a padded room that are running around free. That's the only thing I could do. That or they're on a lot of drugs. I, I can't get it. I don't understand it. And I worry if I did, to be honest with you, if I did understand it. Oh, Karen Smith. But anyway, we uh, we do. Oh, and when I was talking about uh, the picture I put on there yesterday, if you go on there to look at uh, the comments I was referring to, I did delete them. I just thought, you know, there's just no point that to engage in, with individuals who uh, have no sense of humor and uh, want to make something fun into something uh, a pain. So... Anyway, it's just a shame, people. You just can't have a little fun sometimes. It's just, uh, it really is. It's a crying shame. All right, my friends, let's look at our verse of discussion this morning. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but with but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who, li who loved me and gave himself for me. Alrighty, I am. It's early, and I am tongue-tied, and I am not reading as clearly and as eloquently as I should. <laughs> anyway, you know, uh, we um, have but one life uh, in this world, obviously, and uh, it's a shame that uh, there are those out there who don't want their life, who want to e end it, and uh, it's uh, the suicide rate is. Uh, extremely high, particularly young, among young people. And, you know, one thing that uh, uh, we can see as well is among the uh, transgender, uh, the LGBTQ, uh, the uh, suicide rate is extremely high, particularly among teens. That should tell you something. You know, the, the world's defense, uh, the progressive liberal left defense is, is because we're not more inclusive, that we're not more accepting, and that's why the suicide rates are extremely high. It's not that. They know in their hearts that this is wrong. This is a lifestyle choice. They've went down a path that is nothing but a dead end that leads to heartache and tragedy disease. I mean, it's just there's no good in it whatsoever. The depression rate is so high because a lot of times their family rejects them or, or they may become homeless or whatever it may be. It should tell you that this lifestyle choice is the wrong direction to go down and that the only way to have real life is through Jesus Christ, to go down the right path, to understand marriage between a man and a woman. That's how God created us as men, masculine men. I don't even want to hear the Lord. I don't want to hear that. If you say masculine men, then, oh, you're a misogynist. No, I ain't a misogynist. I don't hate women. And quite frankly, what we see is quite the opposite is misandry is a great hatred towards white straight males is what we're seeing in this world. But, uh, but God created women in a unique and beautiful and wonderful way. He created men in a unique and wonderful, beautiful way. And it's a shame how the world has perverted that and therefore has caused this, this horrible, uh, area that people want to end their lives. Here we got people in hospitals fighting for their lives every day. Eat up with cancer, trying to fight for their lives, and would give anything to have the life that you have. Even if you feel miserable and you don't want to get out of bed in the mornings, there's people in the hospital lying in bed wishing they had the life that you had. But see, when we, somebody comes and says that they want to end their life, that they don't want to live, I say, fine, uh, let me have it so I can give it to God. You know, he let God have your life. Because then if God can have your life, you can give that over to him. If you don't want it anymore, he'll take it. And then when he takes that, he regenerates 
regenerates you. He edifies you. There, there is that uh, re, that um, uh, redemption that is involved, the sanctification, the glorification that is involved in that, that you become a new creation in Christ Jesus. That life is no longer yours. That life now belongs to Christ. So, you know, that's one thing. If you, one thing, you can look at some earmarks if somebody is feeling suicidal. A lot of times they'll start giving things away that's personal close to them. Uh, they, they, uh, uh, they see them in a depression. All of a sudden they do a 180 and then they're completely different. And there's, just, there's subtle signs that you can kind of keep an eye on. And, uh, if you feel like somebody's, it is, if somebody ever says they, they want to commit suicide, one thing they always told us in uh, my graduate studies in counseling is the fact you always take that seriously and you report it immediately. You know, it's not something you ever joke around about. And, uh, uh, I mean, it, it's a different situation where you say, uh, I could just, uh, I died laughing or uh, I could just kill somebody for this. You know, there's certain verbiage that you can understand that's not real intent, but somebody you could tell. There's something going on there. You need to call and get them help immediately. It's not something you take uh, very lightly at all. But when we say this, so when we look at this verse in particular, though, uh, you know, so what they're saying is don't waste your life. That means don't waste Christ's life. All right? Because Paul said, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh. Now, of course, we see the, this paradox here. That he says, I no longer live. And then he says, the life I live. So there's some sense in which he's not living and Christ is living instead. And another sense in which, oh, am I living? But what does that mean then? He says, he says the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. In Galatians 220s we just read here so what we're looking at here is that we need to be dead to sin and that we are to be alive in God all right that we need to every day work on those the understanding that uh, that well in um, Galatians 524 those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires so those old passions those old destructive sinful Christ dishonoring desires uh, those are the things that need to be crucified all right, those things that need to be nailed to the cross, those are the things that we need to put away, that we need to destroy in our lives so that we can live a, a more happy and more fulfilled life in the eyes of Christ Jesus. And then again, we see, far be it from me to boast except in the cross for of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. That's Galatians 6.14. So being crucified with Christ means that we're no longer slaves to the world. We are free. See, God sets us free from that bondage. So that's why it's going to be these people who are dealing with these alternative lifestyle choices or even in heterosexual choices of, ex pre of, of, of extramarital sex or premarital sex or uh, they're going down the life of drugs or alcohol. They are being slaves. They are in bondage to the things of this world. But see, we come to Christ Jesus. He sets us free from those things. And we no longer desire and, and, and or should have those passions. Now, we are sin-filled. And yes, we mess up. And yes, we may have desires you know there's that uh that impulse that we may act upon you know there's that that uh the, the irresistible impulse and impulse not resisted you see what i'm saying there's that impulse that maybe there, there's something psychologically mentally that you can't control an impulse that needs to be treated and there's that impulse that we can resist but we give into it nonetheless. And so therefore we have to be very careful not to go down that road. We have to stand firm against that. It's not always easy. You know, you know, God Christ has set us free. 
Many times people have been set free from the jail, but they go back into the jail and close the door because they, they their desires for that sin is, is, has entrapped them. They're not giving it over to God. Or, you know, it's just like wallowing in the mud with a pig after Christ has cleaned you up. It's easy to do that. And that's why Satan is always at work. And that's why we are always in a battle. That's why the war is always at, at, at our flesh is always at war with the spirit every single day. We have to always be on our guard. The devil does not play fair. And you could be in the midst of, of sinning that quick and it's almost like waking up out of a fog like oh my gosh what did i just do what did i just say what happened you know well i can't believe i just i just did that you know it's easy to 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 fall into those traps and we have to work very hard to to kill off to to destroy those sinful desires and not fall for the passions of the world but let us be passionate and christ honoring in our thought words and deed because we have been getting we are a new creation in christ jesus our lives are not our own it is now christ it is christ who dwells within us what a wonderful and beautiful thing uh the uh, is uh, romans 6 13 says present yourselves to god as those who have been brought from death to life and your members, that is your arms, your legs, and your tongues, to God as instruments for righteousness. So when we look at instruments of righteousness, it's just another way of saying visible manifestations of the way Christ lives righteously in the world. All right? It is, you know, we should put off an aroma, if you will. You may say, well, uh, well Matt, you put off an aroma and it stinks. <laughs> so, you know, hey, I bathe, I put on yoga, I do the best I can. But, uh, uh, you know, we should put off the aroma. To the fact that people can smell, they can sense the fact that Christ indwells within us. There is, a, there is a change, there is a difference. Our mindset, our thinking, our humor, every aspect should be visibly different from those, those who are in the world. And we should put off that sweet, loving aroma to the fact that it wants to draw people to Jesus. It wants to draw them to want to know what you have because of your passion and your love for Jesus Christ. And that's one thing that you want to have to ask yourself, am I doing that? Because that's another thing that Paul says in um, uh, 2 Corinthians 4.10. He says, we are always carrying the body, the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. So the, 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 uh, the life of Christ is, is shining out, all right? It's, it's, it's manifest in our suffering bodies, if you will. And again, Second uh, Corinthians two fourteen. But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of Him everywhere. So you know, it's just when people uh, spiritually smells our ethos, if you will, our attitudes, our actions, when they sift spiritually, when they smell the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved, to those who are perishing, don't waste the aroma of Christ which is already in you. So every day we need to be aware of that and make sure that we are, we are projecting that. It's not an act. It's not a, a superficial, physical thing that we're doing. It's that inward change that is manifested within us that compels us to want to witness, to want to minister, to want to talk to others about Jesus Christ, to share the gospel, to share the good news, to, share, to show, without saying a word, you showing and demonstrating a Christ change within you. It's not an outward action of just trying to look like uh, that you are uh, spiritually superior. You know, you don't be like the Pharisees who put on, uh, you know, all the, they thought they were good 
good works. Uh, would, uh, you know, they, wanted, they wanted to be seen. They wanted to be seen praying repetitively. They wanted to be, but it's all appearance. It's all a show. There's no heart change. There's a lot of people like that in this world who are plain Christians who put on outer shell, but now has not really inwardly made that true change within their hearts. And it shows, and it's going to show uh, in some way, shape, form, or fashion, it's going to come out. That, that we are no longer bound by the law, but we have been set free by grace through Christ Jesus. So my friends, every day, let's make it a point to make sure that we're demonstrating Jesus. Pray about it. Say, Lord, is there an area in my life that needs work? All of us have areas in our lives that need work. Every single one of us, myself included. There are rooms in our heart that need cleaning out. There's, there's, so we need to work on that. We need to focus on that so that we can draw closer to God. Remember your mission is to see the lost saved. All right, that should burden you. That should, should, should be heavy on your heart to not see one person spend an eternity in hell. And we make it our mission to talk to every single person we can about the love of Jesus Christ. And if you are... All right to what you can get out of it for yourself, and you're failing the mission. Yes, Christ fills fills us spiritually and, and sustains us, but it's not what, so much what we get out of it, which is great and wonderful, but what we can give that we are to serve. All right, that's what Jesus Christ did. He came to serve. He's a servant leader, and so that's what we need to do is to serve and use what Christ has given us and share that with an unbelieving, blind world. And this world is completely blinded by the God of this world. And the hearts and minds are so hard to infiltrate that maybe just by your actions, maybe by your attitude, maybe by your response can have a direct effect on somebody else. Remember the old adage that you are the only Bible some people will ever read. So keep that in mind, my friends. Remember, you are victorious. You are a child of God. Stand proud. Stand true. Stand with your chest out, your chin up, and don't cower away. We don't walk off like dogs with their tails tucked between our legs. We are men and women of God. We are warriors of God. And remember who has given you the victory and who has made you whole and who has set you free. And let's express that and tell it to all who will listen, my friends. Don't ever think you are less than uh, enough because God has created you to be co-heirs to the throne of Jesus Christ. You have great value, my friends, and don't forget that. Let us pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for your grace and your mercy. Lord, just thank you for all that you do for us. Help us, Lord Jesus, to share that uh, that aroma, if you will. Help us, Lord Jesus, to um, always demonstrate a changed life. Thank you for the new life that you've created within us. And let us not waste it, and let us serve you well. Lord, if anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, as I pray every single morning, Lord, please be with all those who are watching or listening this morning, that you watch over and protect them and keep them safe as they're going out and coming in. Lord, be with my little girl and son and wife as they're going to school, work, or play. Lead God, which will protect them, keep them safe and well. Bring a holy edge of protection about them and all of our spouses and children as they're going out and about today, not just mine, but everybody's. Lord, I pray you healing upon my wife. You take away this headache. Let her get to feeling better. And I pray you be with my grandmother, Mamie, and that you'll bring healing upon her. Lord, help us be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I do appreciate you all for watching and tuning in. I'm just trying to see if there's anybody. I miss Carolyn Kelly. Good morning. I didn't see your name a minute ago. 
But as far as I know, I got everybody else. I was trying to think. I thought maybe I might have missed somebody. But a good morning to everybody. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Jesus.